and happy Wednesday, everyone. It is another beautiful day. I am recording this before um, the sunlight comes out in the morning, so not really sure what the weather's going to 100% look like because here in Louisiana, we have been getting um, really gorgeous, sunshiny mornings, and then by the middle of the afternoon, we're getting torrential rain, so... (laughs) And we are in the middle of hurricane season, so it's it's kind of like, this is to be expected. This is normal. This is fine. <laughs> but, as far as the weather, you know, it's like, this is fine. This is something that we deal with every year. <laughs> um, but... I am still positive that this that today is going to be an amazing day. Today is going to be a great day. Um, there are so many opportunities to be able to make today the best day that it can be and to do everything that we set our, our minds and our intentions and our hearts to. We can do it. We can do it. Just like we could do it yesterday, we can do it again today. So... <laughs> But um, today I wanted to come on and talk about something that I feel like it's definitely talked about. It is, it is so talked about in the community. It is so talked about in the law of attraction community, in the law of assumption community, in the manifesting community because, you know, there are different people who, who use law of attraction, law of assumption, um, the spiritual community, um, even when, even in the tarot community, oh my gosh, like just any community to do with any kind of spiritual practices and, and different things like that is two things, the art of letting go and pulling your energy back to yourself. And I've spoken in other episodes about detachment and, and what it really means to detach and how detachment doesn't mean letting go completely of your desires and giving up and being like, oh, I'm not going to even worry about it. I'm not even going to think about trying to manifest that because it's just not going to happen. No, 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 no. (laughs) It's not removing your desire from your mind. It's not removing your desire from your intentions. It is focusing more on your intentions But then also not, like I said, putting your desire up on this pedestal, right? And the art of letting go is more of an art of pulling your energy back to yourself. And that's what I want to talk about. So what do I mean when I say pulling your energy back to yourself? What I mean by that is simply this, making yourself your number one priority, showing up every day and choosing yourself. Because the more you choose yourself, the more you choose to prioritize you in your life and the things that are going to make your life feel more comfortable, the things that are going to make your life feel more at ease, the things that you need to prioritize in your everyday, day-to-day life, such as getting the proper amount of of water and nutrition and, and everything like that, and making sure you are taking care of yourself, and not just doing like the pampering, 
self-care that we have that we have come to think of as self-care but really caring for yourself and really choosing yourself choosing yourself and choosing to show up for yourself in whatever way that looks like within your journey that and and that can be a multitude of different things that you will do to be able to choose yourself and be able to work on yourself and be able to prioritize yourself just as much as you are prioritizing your manifestations. So for example, I was talking about the other day about how um, if you recognize that you have kind of a a bit of a negative self-concept, how you can start to change that and start working on that and working on that 80% of the time and then working on um, your affirmations for your specific manifestation 20% of the time. I want you to, to think about it like this. Especially if you're wanting to attract a specific person. You want that person to choose you. You don't want to just be an option, right? You, you don't want to just be the the person that they went on one date with, the person that they might have hooked up one time, and, you know, or you were talking to them for about a month and then everything just started to stagger and they started ghosting you and they started treating you like you were just another, you know, pawn in a game and and they're a player and, and you're just like, nope, this is, this is not the energy that I want. Why is this even happening to me, etc. If you're wanting to be chosen by a specific person, sometimes what winds up happening is that we will conform to the idea that we think that they have for us. And we will start to do things that we think will impress them. And that works for a little while. That works for a little while. Um to kind of bring in my own experience, there were times where in previous relationships and even in previous um, casual relationships where I was very focused on the other person and, and, and attracting them and keeping what we were, what we had going, going, Um, even if it was just a casual relationship and I would conform to kind of like the idea of what they wanted and what, and what would make them happy. And then I started choosing myself and started making myself happy and, and saying no to things. And, you know, there have been times where I've been like too bad, you know, like too bad, so sad and, and tease them about the things that they, that they wanted. And it's like, Eh, you know, like, I mean, to each their own, you like what you like, you do what you do, I'm not going to care, but I'm not going to do this just to make you happy, you know, we'll, we'll do our own thing, especially in, like, a casual relationship, we'll do our own thing, and then if you still need to go seek out something else to be, to be happy, you do that, prioritize yourself, make yourself happy, I really don't care, you know, like, (laughs) um, and, and it wasn't to say that I didn't care, it was more that, I knew what I wanted and I started to focus on what I wanted and what was going to make me happy. Once I really got out of this patterning of jumping from one relationship to another, um, about four years ago, 
I had gotten out of a relationship and it was a relationship that lasted almost two years and I was the one who was broken up with. I was broken up with in my dorm room, in my dorm room on campus. And the only reason why I am bringing this up is because I feel like it's relevant to a point that I'm trying to make. But I was broken up with and then told that one of the reasons that I was broken up with is because I didn't love myself enough. And that kind of struck a chord with me. And I haven't talked about this element enough, but it was something that was said to me. It was something that was brought up, is that the reason why our relationship was failing is because I didn't love myself enough and I wasn't prioritizing myself enough. And it was totally true because there were times where I was doing more for my partner at the time, such as helping them with their homework and dressing in a certain way and presenting a certain way to be able to make them happy and help them shine a little bit more and doing things even um, you know physically um, with my appearance uh, and the way that I would carry myself and doing things sexually that would make them happy and just just different things that were more prioritizing my partner than I was prioritizing myself and I realized just how detrimental that was once I really took the time away from them and I told them, you know, I didn't want to be friends right off bat. We weren't going to, we weren't going to do that. And I told myself that I wasn't going to get into a relationship with someone new very quickly, even though I wound up developing a crush on somebody. I did. Um, and that person is now someone that is my best friend. Um, but, um, they've been my best friend for four years and, and I love them to death, but, um, you know, they, I allowed myself to go on that self-love journey and I'm still on a self-love journey. And like, I mean, the self-love journey doesn't really stop. Uh, I'm going to tell you that right now because, you know, it's, it's, it becomes less of a, oh, I need to fix myself and I need to heal and more of a. I'm loving myself every single day and I'm showing up for myself and I'm choosing myself kind of journey. Um, And that's where I am now. I'm choosing myself no matter what. (laughs) And um, I, I started to, I started to recognize the patterns and I started to, you know, recognize my own patterns and my own uh, patterns of behavior when it came to dating and being attracted to people and, and different things like that. And I started to and I started to give myself that space and that time. And even though I might have, you know, gotten into a couple of casual relationships and hooked up with friends and, and done things, I, I still started to recognize, okay, what are the ways in which I'm not loving myself? And what are the ways in which I am loving myself? What are the ways that I can love myself more? What are the things that are holding me back? And I really really went into that journey of course when um when we had all of those shutdowns and we had all of those restrictions and we had to you know stay home all the time and now I am making the conscious choice to to work from home I made that choice for myself but I chose myself and I said this is what I want this is what I want for my life and this is what's going to make me happy and I know that I know that I already am happy because I'm choosing myself and I'm choosing to do things that I know are going to 
make me happy and, and not because, oh, um, I'm looking at these things to make me happy and I'm saying that I won't be happy until I do these things, but I'm recognizing, and I did recognize, what it is that I was already happy doing. And I started to choose that and I started choosing myself. And I started recognizing in myself my power and my, my place and my confidence. And my confidence started to grow even more so now than it, than it was before. And I started to recognize that there were many patterns that I had in, in my past where I was prioritizing other people more than I was prioritizing myself. And that is why I lost out on money. That is why I lost out on good friendships. That is why I lost out on, you know, good relationships. That's why my relationships ended even when I thought that they were good because I was prioritizing other people more than I was prioritizing myself. And it, it wasn't a fun time. It wasn't a fun time at all. It really wasn't because there were times where I would start to prioritize myself and then two things would happen. I would either prioritize the other person so heavily that, um, that that would uh, create tumultuous things within my relationships and my relationships would break down and, and my relationship with myself would break down and my ability to manifest good money would break down and my ability to manifest good friendships and and all of these different things everything in my life would just break down (laughs) um and and it was not a fun time it was not a fun time for me at all but um I I would notice kind of these patterns and then I would start to prioritize myself and I would start to do things to focus on my health and focus on my own goals and focus on my own priorities and that sometimes would, would wind up being like, oh, you're being selfish. No, I'm trying to prioritize myself so that I can have a healthy life. And sometimes that balance gets kicked out, you know, when, when you have so many other priorities, you know, when, when you have, you know, your work priorities and your family priorities and, and your uh, friend priorities and your relationship priorities. Like when you have so many different priorities that you feel like you're compartmentalizing your life more than you're actually like choosing yourself and and focusing on you and setting healthy boundaries even within healthy relationships you you wind up recognizing that everything just kind of like goes belly up because you can't balance anything because you're imbalanced and you're creating more imbalance in your life. And the reason why the reason why I'm even bringing up these these experiences and talking about my experiences again is because of the fact that I didn't recognize at those times how important it was to choose myself even if it made others upset. And there were ways in which I couldn't really choose myself fully um, because of my life circumstances, but I needed to recognize that choosing myself was one of the most important things that I could have done. And now that I am choosing myself, it is the most important thing I have ever done in my life. 
And at the end of the day, your best relationship, your truest relationship is going to be the one that you have with yourself. And if you have a good relationship with yourself and you are pulling back your energy and you are focusing on your well-being, then guess what? You're going to be so much more magnetic towards attracting other people, towards attracting jobs, towards making more money. You are going to be this magnetic force that is pretty much virtually unstoppable. So how can, what are some of the ways in which you can pull your energy back to yourself and become more magnetic because you are choosing yourself? Like I said before, making sure you're getting proper nutrition. And I'm not going to sit here and like go off on a spiel about getting proper nutrition, but um, you know, because I'm not a dietitian, I'm, I'm not, you know, anything like that. I am not a doctor. <laughs> um, this is, this is not me giving medical advice, but what I mean by getting proper nutrition is making sure that you are hydrated, making sure that you are eating, um, you know, one, I, I'm going to, I'm going to knock this out because I don't do it. Um, you know, eating three meals a day, if that is healthy for you, eat three meals a day. If it's healthy for you to eat three meals and a couple of snacks during the day, eat that. Um, But whatever you know is best for you to get the proper nutrition, do that. Whatever you know is best for you to feel satiated when it comes to your meals, when it comes to meal prepping, when it comes to what you're eating, exactly what you're eating, making sure that you're doing that. So focusing on hydrating and nutrition, but then also focusing on getting the right amount of sleep for yourself. Some people function well on six hours of sleep. Some people function better on on the recommended seven to eight hours of sleep. Some people function better on nine to 10 hours of sleep. There, There are nights where I get six hours of sleep and I'm still able to function. And then there are nights where I get eight hours of sleep and I'm just like, And then there are nights where I get nine to 10 hours of sleep and I'm like, I really needed that. (laughs) Um, So, but whatever works for you, whatever works for you to feel productive and energetic and confident and well-rested and able to do everything in your day that you said you were going to do. If you need to create a routine for yourself, if you need to create a to-do list for yourself, do that. And, and again, too, you can even look at, you know, writing your manifestations, writing your affirmations down, journaling, um, meditating, doing, doing yoga, working out, whatever it is that attributes to your well-being. That is what you should do. Whatever it is for you that you know attributes to your well-being, something that makes you not only happy, but something that feels good once, like when you're doing it or, or once it's done or whatever it is, you know, you can, you can either look at it as a means to an end such as, okay, well, I know that I feel better after a workout because I, I love the endorphins that I get, or you can look at it as, 
I love working out because I love the endorphins that I get during the workout. And I love how it makes me feel when I'm working out because I I know how I start to feel in my body. And I feel more energized and I feel more alert and I feel more confident and I feel more um, able to relax at the end of the day because then I have worked out, I have done what I needed to do to boost my energy and I, I go through my day, I still have that energy and then once I get home and once I'm, once I'm done with my day, I'm able to relax because I have endorphins running through my body to be able to get me through my day. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I've got the dopamine that I need to get through my day. And whatever it is that attributes to your well-being, focus on that. And that can be that can be everything from, like I said, you know, focusing on your proper nutrition, focusing on hydrating yourself, focusing on getting your proper amount of sleep, focusing on, you know, doing doing your exercises and what makes you feel good, focusing on doing your journaling, doing your scripting, doing your meditating, doing whatever it is that's going to contribute to that. But then also doing things that sometimes go out of the norm. So say you have your routine. Say you have your routine, right? You, you know what your week looks like because you plan your week. And, and you know, even when, even when maybe some unexpected things might come up during your day because you can't plan your day down to an exact T all the time, 24-7, you still have somewhat of a structure to where you know exactly what hours you work in the day, exactly how much time it takes you to commute to and from your job, exactly what you do before you go to work, exactly what you do to to get yourself ready the night before, um, whether you meal prep or not, whatever it is, right? You have your, your little bit of a structure. And you understand that that little bit of a structure can sometimes be flexible because you don't always know what's gonna come up in the day and you're just like, all right, I accept whatever comes today. I accept whatever's going to happen today. I, I allow myself to have my, my little bit of a structure, but then understand that that can be flexible so that I'll be able to adapt and, and therefore know what to do whenever something comes into my, um, my realm of consciousness and I can just adapt to it and, and work through it. And, and it might not have been initially in the plans, but hey, can't plan everything down to a T. And you know you have a little bit of a structure through your week. You even, you even have kind of a little bit of what you do on the weekends planned out. But sometimes it's good to go outside of that norm. Okay. Go outside of that norm within your means though. So, so if that norm for you looks like, okay, well, I didn't bring my lunch with me today, but I know I get 30 minutes to an hour for lunch and I know what's in my, my general vicinity around work that, that would contribute to, to that. And, and that would give me that 30 minutes to an hour for lunch to be able to go get something and 
and have a nice little lunch for myself. And you know, and you know what, and you know what you can do in that instance if you forget your lunch. You know what you can do to be able to go get a nice, a nice lunch for yourself. You know where you can go, you know how much time you have, and you go do that. You go treat yourself. That might be out of your norm because normally you might have had your lunch prepped the night before or you might have meal prepped for the full week and, and, you, take a, and you take a prepped lunch to work so that you um, save a little bit so that one, you save a little bit of money and two, you save yourself a little bit of time because you know the allotted time that you have for lunch. Or in the morning, in the morning, you may have allowed yourself to sleep in a little bit. So maybe all you had time for was a little bit of coffee this morning and you made your coffee at home, but then you're just like, hmm, I might wanna go pick up some breakfast from somewhere. Go do that. Or if you have the time at the end of the day to go do something nice for yourself, maybe, maybe you got off of work a little bit early. Or you, you know what time you get off of work. You get off of work at your normal time and you say, you know what? I really don't have to go home right now. I really don't have to go home just yet. Especially, especially for my people who are single. I really don't have to go home just yet. I might, I might go do something. I might go do something nice. I might go take myself to an early dinner, you know? I get off at four, I get off at five, I get off whatever. I might go pick up some dinner before I head home. I might go, I might go take myself out to eat before I head home. I might go browse, browse around in my favorite bookstore just to, just to kind of get out of the house and, and kind of like break up a little bit. And it doesn't have to be like you buy something to treat yourself to something. But you can treat yourself to an experience too. You can just go browse your favorite bookstore. You can just go for a drive and go listen to your favorite music. You can take the longer way home so that you can listen to your favorite music in your car for a little bit longer. Or, or listen to your favorite audiobook in your car for a little bit longer. Or listen to your favorite podcast for a little bit longer. Um, and you can just choose something different to do. Or if you're at home on the weekend, if you work during the week and then you have your weekends off. If you're at home on the weekend and you know that your weekends are kind of your, are kind of your days to, you know, start picking up around the house and, and start, you know, uh, meal prepping for the next week or anything like that. You can still choose to do something a little bit different. Maybe have a little movie night on a Saturday night or a Sunday night. And, and allow yourself that space to, to do something like that. Allow yourself that space to just exist and do something different. Allow yourself that space to just be for a little bit and do something different. Or if you don't normally set out your clothes the night before, 
bef- um, you know, if you if you don't normally set out your clothes for work the night before, maybe you can start doing that and see if it actually helps your routine go by a little bit faster, especially on the days where you're just like, oh, I'm asleep in a little bit. <laughs> you know, I'm asleep in 10 extra minutes. You know, I know how long it takes me to get to and from work. I'm probably going to go ahead and just sleep in this morning, not get up and go to the gym this morning, not get up and do uh, do too much this morning, not have an early, not have as early of a morning as I'm as I'm used to and just allow myself the time and space to just chill. <laughs> and and you go ahead and and you still, you know, plan plan your outfit the night before. And, and that gives you a little more time. That gives you a little more time when you're getting ready. And just do that. Do something that falls out of your norm and see how it makes you feel. Because I guarantee you, sometimes doing something out of your norm and treating yourself to something a little bit, even if it's something um, small, even if it's something like, okay, well, I normally save my, my skincare routine, my, my like thorough skincare routine and my, you know, shaving routine, my, uh, skincare routine, my, my face care routine, my hair care routine, my thorough routine. I save that all for the weekend so that I could pamper myself on a Saturday, you know, or, or a Sunday. And I don't normally do that in the middle of the week then do it in the middle of the week, babe. Do it in the middle of the week. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Give yourself a little bit of pampering. Give yourself a little bit of an I love you, you know? And it doesn't have to, and, and like I said, it doesn't have to be spending on something. It doesn't have to be anything grandiose. It can be something small. It can be something as simple as picking up a book that you maybe haven't read in a while and, and reconnecting with that side of yourself and reconnecting with that book and and how it made you feel reading it. But the whole, the whole premise of this episode and the whole premise of talking about these different things is to get back to that idea of choosing yourself and bringing your energy back into yourself and really stepping up for yourself and making yourself your number one priority. Because the more that you choose yourself and you don't depend on the specific person or the um, employer or whatever to choose you, and the more you say that they will choose you, the more that you, the, the more that you affirm that you are already chosen, that you are a perfect choice, that you are a choice and not an option. And that you choose yourself and you, and you know your own worth and you know your own value and you assert that everywhere you go and you assert that in everything you do and you affirm that for yourself. The more that you do that, the more magnetic you become, the more attractive you become, the more people want to be around you because they're like, oh my God, this person is confident. This person knows their own worth. This person doesn't need to be validated all the time 24-7. And even to the friends that you have already in your life, you become more attractive to the friends that you already have because you're choosing yourself and you're not dependent on those friends to constantly 
give you a leg up. And even if you're leaning on those friends, you know, because I'm not saying don't lean on your friends. I'm not saying don't reach out to your friends. I'm not saying don't talk to your friends. But you become more inspiring to your friends. And they'll look at you and be like, oh my God, I have seen so much growth in you. And it is so, it is so attractive and it is so beautiful. And, and some of your friends will even come to you and be like, teach me how to be more like you. <laughs> I, I've had friends be like, oh my God, you're so inspiring. Teach me how to be more like you. And I'm just like, honey, this is all I'm doing. <laughs> I am, I am simply existing in this world <laughs> like, um, and, and loving my existence for the first time in a long time. And they're like, but how do you love yourself? And it's like so many different ways. Like, and, and sometimes the ways that work for me aren't going to work for you, but I can definitely give you some suggestions. Um, but the point, the point that I'm trying to make here is that The more you choose yourself, the more that you affirm your own self-worth, the more that you assert your own self-worth, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, and you take care of the things that you need to take care of to prioritize yourself, your overall well-being, your your major priorities, even your mundane priorities, like making sure your laundry's done and your, and your dishes are clean and put away. (laughs) Um, and the more you focus on doing those little things for yourself to, to give yourself that I love you, the more magnetic and attractive you become. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, feel free to to let me know by leaving a rating and review and by reaching out to me at cartomancybyalice at gmail.com if you would like to open up further discussion. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear what you have to say on on these topics that I bring forth. And um, if you have any other questions, you can always reach out to me at cartomancybyalice at gmail.com. I am also currently offering readings. Again, um, I am offering tarot readings. So if you would like a tarot reading from me, you can also reach out to me at cardomancybyalice at gmail.com to purchase a tarot reading or book a tarot reading. And you can also reach out to me on my website, skellingtongrin.square.site. Thank you so much, and I love you. Have a great day.